Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Welcome to the show. It's your Galentine's Day episode. It's your Galentine's Day episode. <laughs> okay, I can't. I need to start doing this stuff, but like not look at you and then just see how long <laughs> I can go. Because when you're looking at me, I just I can't. I, I just can't at all. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to. I wanted to show you. Hello. Excuse me. I wanted to show you how I shine. Well, that's not it. Um, <gasps> welcome to the Slump Pepper Podcast. That is rude. Olivia <laughs> is, is rude. <laughs> um, my name's Olivia Kren. I'm going to steal. You keep stealing it from me, and then I steal it back from you. We're, like, playing catch right now with out. the intro. Um, I'm the creator of Olivia Kren, blog, a podcast, and a free editing resource for all creatives. Across from me, technically to the left of me, is Lisa, who looks at me with, with evil eyes, Brosser. Sexy eyes. Um, hi, I'm Lisa Brosser. I'm also creative. I'm a mom, a wife, and my current obsession, I I can't stop actually thinking about the Trader Joe's, like, Reese's peanut butter cups that they make, um, even though my current obsession is vanilla lattes lately, um, but I really cannot, I'm, like, a little bummed that it I, I keep snacks in my bag now because I'm pregnant. You're poof right now. I'm trying to pin it back. Take a clip out. <laughs> you look good without it in. Because, no, it was just in my way. It's because I just, I was telling Lisa that I'm having like all the long haired ladies out there. It's like you either have to do your hair or not do your hair. And I, and it's starting to get even more dead because I've been doing it so much. And, and I don't want to wear it up all the time because I don't like it up. So then it what looks do you good do? like that. You don't have to do anything. Greasy to it. and straight. Mm, me? No. I'm just Literally tired of my me, gray Greasy hairs. and straight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just really tired of my gray hairs. What's your so current obsession? Let's I don't talk know. About that. Um, you don't even my, know. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, because it's in the wrong. Um, my current obsession is TikTok. <laughs> oh, that's been my obsession. I know. It's just really funny. I'm trying to figure out who I am within TikTok, like what my identity is, and I, I don't know it yet. Like creating TikToks? Yeah, because it's ha- really oh, hard I to have to create far. content. <laughs> well, I've been doing like editing content, and the first one I ever posted got like 4,000 views, but it was like something I didn't even try on. And so then I got in my head and started to try, and then I haven't gotten that many views since. Yeah. And I just don't know what I want to be. I'm like, do I want to be, a, like, a blogger on there? Do I want to show photo shoots? Do I want to edit? Do I want to be funny? Do I want to just show an animal, you know? I just want to be funny. Okay, you can do that. Okay. Start doing all those, like, when it's, like, a trendy dance, do it. Oh, I... Do it with Bear, um, though. I've actually debated it just because I think it's funny. Um... But then I'm trying, and I don't want to try. Yeah, you really have to. That's <laughs> the thing with the new platforms. It's like you have to dive all in. So it's yeah. like once you're doing it, you have to, like, do it. I feel like I've dove all in just because of the hours I've spent on TikTok. But as far as actually getting up, which can go into my silver lining of the week. Beep. What's your silver lining? Excuse me. Because that was gross because I just ate broccoli. Um, But good for me. Uh, My brain and my body is deteriorating. (laughs) Okay. And I have a huge smile on my face. What's the silver lining within that, though? Um, I don't know. I I was telling you about this earlier, and I think I had one, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, the house remodel. Oh, yeah. There's no silver lining with that itself, but um, we got our reappraisal back, and it looks really good, and so we should be doing some house stuff pretty soon, and that just makes everything so much better. Yeah, I'm remodeling my house. 
Which is exciting. It is, especially because the baby is coming in the next three months. That's so crazy. Not even three months. Less than three months. Oh, it it just feels like it's been forever. But yeah, I um, just saw my doctor yesterday and I can't work out anymore. Um, She said even... A lot of people have been actually been asking me about swimming and doing like really low impact swimming type workouts. And she said that because it's been so bad. Excuse me. Um, It's been so bad. uh, Just all together that when I get out of the pool, although I'm buoyant in the pool when I get out. (laughs) Although I float in the pool. Okay. I don't float out of the pool. Right. Okay. So everyone understands. Gravity. We're on the same page. Uh, When I get out, my, it's my, my pelvic floor. It's just going to go kind of all out of whack so she's it's like, just gonna go I don't think it's gonna it'll. be it's just gonna be so gone. you just like crawl <laughs> I was telling Olivia because we're gonna be traveling together pretty soon and I'm like I don't even know if I can walk anywhere she's like we'll get you a one of those like wheel motor- mobile mo- wheelchairs what is it a motorized scooter um, <laughs> but we so can put I like said, a cast on your leg no. so just people oh. think People just think, so they're not just like, why is she in that? She doesn't look like she needs it. And then with my big belly, they're like, oh, so So you can't walk like broke her leg because she's so big. Exactly. That's exactly what people would think. (laughs) That would actually be really funny going around San Francisco with you. (laughs) Handicap parking. Hey, that would be helpful, actually. I'm sold. I was sold when I came up with the idea. Mm. So. Um, you're not. <laughs> What's <Okay>. your silver lining? <laughs> <laughs> so my silver lining is that, um, so <laughs> last week Arturo and I were going to Chick-fil-A and because it just opened here where we live, um, the lines are super long. And for some reason we didn't just go inside and I don't really know why we just in our heads were like got in line and then we were like 30 it was like an hour away so it was like 30 minutes into the line and I'm like wait why didn't we in the car Mm -hmm. line I'm like why didn't we just go inside but during this time our like my car was on like empty and so by the time we realized it was like 30 minutes in and we just kept peeking over at it and we didn't (laughs) want to leave because we had waited for 30 minutes but we didn't want to go inside because we had already waited for 30 minutes but we were terrified like coming up with all of these solutions to what if we ran out of gas Mm. in the drive-through and not even so we kept going i know and so we kept going and going until it was like the you know the past the point of no return getting into the actual drive-through part and we're like okay so what do we do if the gas goes out and it's so funny this whole time that we're like no we're not abandoning post we have to do this <laughs> no. like and it was I, I was trying to weigh the options of like okay I know my car it can get to the middle of the e like down on empty that is so and funny. so we were weighing the options anyway we got through it we got our food and we made it to the gas station so my silver lining oh, is we didn't know but it would have been kind of a good story if we would have because I would have just I told her I happened. would have hid I'm like, I would have gotten into the back of the car and I would have pretended like I wasn't there and you would have pushed it. And just ate my chick and I would have while you eaten pushed my chicken. It. And I was like, just so you are aware, I'm not joking. <laughs> um, so. I was passing by Chick-fil-A at 11, which I'm pretty sure that's when they start serving their lunch. Oh, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Yeah. And there it was like five cars in the drive-thru. I was absolutely not hungry at all, but there was a You're part of me that just it? wanted to. Because like, I'm like, there's I can not save a lot of people. Later. And I almost got <laughs> I'm like pregnant. I will do anything. Um, you told me the ice cream is really good. And so oh I almost gosh. got an 11 a.m. cone. You should have. I, I would have supported you. Maybe I'll do that you. now. I would have supported right after you. This. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Except I did tell you, because you wanted me to be more strict with you, to only eat on sweets on the weekends. So I'm going to hold you accountable. Okay. Don't do it. Okay. But you can if you want. Okay, thank okay. you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, okay, so today we are doing a special Galentine's Day episode, but it's not really Which Galentine's is it Day. at all. Because <laughs> we're talking about relationships, and we thought we could get a relationship expert, but why? Because we're, we're the experts. experts. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to go through, We I in the past, um, when I had my previous co-host, 
Uh, we had a whole like part one, two, and three relationships episodes, but I thought it would be really interesting to, well, it was kind of your idea actually, to talk about our relationships and the differing between them. So we kind of have questions to go through what that looks like. And in the spirit of a very stupid commercial holiday, um, <laughs> let's do something about love, right? Let's love. I was going to go, that. L is for the me. way Lisa looks at oh, me which is awfully <laughs> oh is for olivia sitting across from, from she. me, from me. <laughs> i'll come up with the rest of that later b is for the valentine's day <laughs> episode <laughs> i can't wait, that's good <laughs> we should record a separate thing after an open with that wait no we're actually doing that oh I'm cutting that God. out we're no, no with that i'm no, gonna do it not. then i'm gonna do it I and refuse. i'm gonna add i'm gonna it in. run out of here right when we're done i'm adding it in Okay, so um, would you like to to start? Maybe give us a little bit of a uh, overview of how long you've been with your husband and how long you dated and that. What are you doing? Um, Focus. I can't remember. No, I can't remember how long I've been married for. Five uh, years. Four and a half. Almost five years. And... We have been, so we've been together four and a half, let's say. We've been together for five. Mm -hmm. And so we dated for, I think, two months, got engaged, married in four-ish months. You guys took a long time. You were really sitting yeah, I mean, on that really, one. Yeah, we were contemplating. I mean, every you everybody know. was like, "Can you hurry it up?" <laughs> Pretty much, no, <laughs> not at all. No, no one's, no one thought either way, and we barely knew each other. Some of our family like had heard of my husband. <clears throat> um. So yeah, we had a really interesting journey. My parents didn't like him at first. Now they absolutely love him. That's its own story. It took a lot of convincing. If you know Zav, you understand. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting because we're the complete opposite of you guys. So what's your guys' story? Um, so I had never, have never dated anybody before Arturo and Arturo is the same. Um, and I was in school when he, f- at, at in college in Idaho when he friended me on Facebook. Friended me. And... <laughs> Um, I accepted his friend request because I liked attention and, um, then I dropped out of school and I came home, um, and then we hung out for a few months and we started dating way too soon and why way too soon? Oh, I just, we were not ready to be in a relationship mostly because like, I didn't even know what that looked like and I didn't know what it meant. I had an idea of what it meant to have a boyfriend, but like this idea that the world puts in your head and movies put in your head of like this, this thing it's supposed to be. And I had no idea. I don't even think I still know. And, um, and then he had never dated anybody. He had one kind of fling with a girl, just like I had one serious fling with a guy. Um, and it was just really hard because I think I was expecting him to be something that he wasn't. Um, and he him and I started dating the day my dad moved out um and that's obviously personal but it's like a huge uh factor in our relationship um so he had to deal with a lot of emotion and he didn't have sisters and he had never (laughs) dated anybody so you can imagine um trying to figure that out like navigating that uh anyway so we our first date kind of cheesy but I always say it's cheesy but you guys got engaged on the same day uh was (laughs) seven years ago on Valentine's Day um I think I forced him to take me out because I thought you had to do that see that's what I'm saying it was all these weird like Mm, preconceived ideas of what it's supposed to be um and we started officially dating on March 18th I asked him out um, and we've been together for seven years so wow that is so crazy Mm -hmm. so different from us (laughs) So we really are sitting on this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So but that's also that. the difference between us is Zav was is six years older than me. And so that makes a huge difference. Yeah. I was 20 when we met. I turned 21 a month later and we still hadn't. I think we just became official um, before that or a little after that. And then um, even that took like 
what felt like a lot of convincing, but we were also long distance, um, not that far, but he lived two hours away from me. And so that added to it. And, um, so the fact that he was older than me, he had a stable job, extremely amazing job. And, um, we both just knew what we wanted in life and it, it went really hand in hand with each other. So it just made sense for us, uh, not waiting. Also, we, uh, really, um, were physically attracted to each other, <clears throat> which, you know, if you have no reason to wait, then yeah, we were lucky to be virgins. Yeah. When we got married. <laughs> to, to clarify, <laughs> yeah. we are, we are, we both were or you were abstinent before I you were. got married. You were. I am no longer a virgin. You were. Correct. <laughs> you do have two children. So. I do. Um, I just meant you guys were both chose to be abstinent until you got married. Uh-huh. And that is what Arturo and I have chose to do as well, um, which obviously is kind of shocking for a lot of people to hear. We've been together for seven years. Um, let's all give Arturo a round of applause. Yeah, Good seriously. Job, um, so, and yeah, that, that makes for a... Because it's not that I'm not physically attracted to Arturo, but neither of us really struggle with, like, that sexual temptation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that makes a really big difference. Me and Zap <clears throat> had also had relationships before that where we had, unfortunately, done other things. Right. Um, and so we almost got, like, a little taste sure, of I what can. it could be. And so, yeah. oh, gosh, if I was in your guys' shoes, that, yeah. I mean, when you don't know, you don't know. Well, yeah, and I always think if for some crazy reason Arturo and I didn't end up together and I was to date someone else, I think it would be, a, like, a lot different. 100%. Physically and time-wise and all of that stuff. So, um, it, yeah, because it is so different. Because when you first start dating, like, he was the first person I held hands with and he was the first person so I kissed cute. and all that. And so now if I were to date somebody else, it would be like, oh, I could kiss you on the first date. Right. <laughs> not Because it's just not as big of a deal. It's a uh-huh. big deal, but it's not as really as big of a deal as you make it out to be. Um, I think especially as a Christian, I, I think it's really, like, people make things out to be this thing. And yeah. it's not. Not that it's not a big deal, but you get what I'm saying. Totally. Oh, gosh, yeah. So, yeah, I was a completely different person before I met Zav. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and this morning I, I sat down with Zav uh, knowing that we were going to be recording this episode. And Zav, uh, he's a pastor. He's been pastoring for about roughly 10 years now. So crazy. And <laughs> he has done a lot of um, marriage counseling, premarital counseling, um, counseling with singles counseling you know with people dating who aren't married or engaged um and so I asked him I was like hey like what has been some of your favorite advice or what are some like um things that aren't great about like like misconceptions about dating or whatever it is and so <clears throat> we both came up like with a little list of our favorite relationship advice and so I'll share mine um which my number one is dating your spouse and that means like this is something that both Olivia and I can contribute to because it doesn't matter whether you're married or not once you've been with someone for a long time or a while your life can like get hectic and crazy and you just have to remember to date like not just hang out with each other Mm -hmm. but to go and intentionally be on a date together yeah that's hard yeah you have to make time for it because you get into like this routine and it's not bad it's almost like comforting to be in a routine because you're comfortable Mm because even the thought of starting over not to like say again bring up if I didn't end up with Arturo (laughs) um people are gonna be like do you want to be um but it is one of those things like thinking about starting to date somebody again and doing that process all over that sounds like the most exhausting terrible thing so (laughs) yeah yeah, in this ideal romanticized Nicholas Sparks sort of reality of going out and doing all these dates and like you're really proper in front of each other like cute for one second and then I'm like okay but I don't want to do that right now I don't have time <laughs> I'd rather like, be comfortable with somebody I can't this any longer <laughs> <laughs> like, I, mean, I can't not be myself at this point <laughs> or just being like the like wearing a onesie laying in my bed with no makeup on and Arturo walks in and I'm like hey <laughs> 
<laughs> with just like axe. coughing, not covering my mouth. <laughs> like what's up? <laughs> just so nasty. Um, but I think that there is something really comforting within that. But if you don't intentionally do things every once in a while, you forget like, why am I attracted to this person? And do we like, you know, what is this relationship? How do you have a conversation anymore? Yeah. It's so funny because me and Zav, so when we were married, um, we were very proactive in dating. We, every single week would go on a date night. And so that every was every week, every week. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It, it was, it, we just found it so important. And that is something that we have in common. We love food. We mm. love going out to eat and both of us had like pretty good jobs and also think we didn't really know each other. Well, that's what I was about to say. I feel like that makes a lot so of sense. we were sense. still dating. Yeah. Cause you guys were still getting to know each other like now and we and were seeing each other all the time for the first time. Yeah, so it's like you so guys exciting. Were, were married, but it's like you were dating. Oh, so kind of sure. like what you're saying. You're still dating. Yeah, like you're for Arturo and I were dating, but I'm like, I literally know everything. <clears throat> Not everything, so but. When, when we got married, it was like you and Arturo having been together for like eight months at that point when we got married. Oh, gosh. Which is yeah. so crazy. And we yeah. had only seen each other like 30 days holy in cow. person did that not scare you no I we had so much peace I had dated a lot I had um not a lot of boyfriends but I had been on a lot of dates and it was very discouraging um especially towards the end I I had to start saying no a lot more and even just telling myself even though I found someone maybe attractive or thought they were cool, just not putting thought into it anymore at that point because just going for everyone or saying yes to every date that you were asked on, um, I don't think that is always the best. I had been told like, hey, it's fine. Like you're just going on dates, which I still agree with, but it just took a toll on me Um yeah and I just I wasn't also making the wisest decisions either um when I had been dating so when I met Zav I had come out of a really crazy party (coughs) season and um there was this guy I really liked and he was verbally abusing me and that's the only time I put up with any crap from anyone and so I finally realized my own worth and that being with someone like that isn't worth it no matter how much I liked them or even enjoyed being around them or the potential of a relationship and so when I met Zav it was kind of a crazy season where I had truly what I felt like come to the Lord um, for the first time and really not wanting to date because that was a big thing in my life and I didn't want it to be anymore so I felt like I was being teased Mm-hmm that I found this really amazing guy who honestly checked off all of the stupid little boxes that I had always prayed for and asked for. So I thought that God was like dangling this like perfect invention of a human in front of me. And it turned out to not just be a teaser. Not just be a devil. What? keep that in (laughs) um and so it it just made sense for us it it really did and when it, it comes to Christianity there aren't many things biblically to where you're not like allowed to marry someone either and so we went into that knowing like no matter how much we change our missionary statement like for our life I don't know the 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 best way to put that but like you like I'm even thinking business-wise what's your mission statement yeah like just what you guys wanted aligned it was so aligned yeah and although we are the most opposite people our Myers-Briggs is literally he's an ESTP I'm an INFJ I don't know I know but other people do Who's out there? My personality test people. I feel like, it's like I'm raising the roof. That's like a '90s thing to say. <laughs> I know. It totally is. Millennials, Who's out there? Gens. No, no. DJ the, Lisa. <laughs> excuse me. What's happening? You make a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I no, had a but, lot of caffeine. I had a vanilla latte this 
<laughs> the Myers-Briggs things is a very 90s thing to say. Gen, oh, really? I think so. I don't think Gen Zers will even know even what that is because I don't really? even really. I, I think just it's found out about it like, <clears throat> I mean, when we were dating. That's like when, well, when I was in uh, Bible college, I was mm. taking psychology I could, classes. I could be wrong, but I don't hear any oh, wow. Gen Zers say. Yeah, that's true. Myers-Briggs tests. I don't see them talking about anything. I'm on TikTok all the time and they're just doing the renegade um so anyways we're complete opposites but our mission statements for life were really similar and that's actually something that he he said was something to look for um which is you know find someone did you hear my nail tapping yeah i was like what is that (laughs) a rat um it's just finding something someone who who has the same ideas in mind as to what life is and don't settle. Oh yeah. Don't settle. So I never dated anybody, but I will say you were saying you dated a lot of people. And one thing I don't regret cause I don't like to live with regrets, but, um, I, you, I just sounded like a motivational speaker right then. Um, <laughs> I, uh, kind of wish that I would have gone on some dates because I never experienced yeah. things. I went on one date right before I met Arturo, and within five minutes, I was like so over it. Um, he like made fun of he like made a, fun of a fat person, mm. and oh. and I, I like looked at him and I was like, yeah, I like checked out in my head. And, and by the end of the day, I was like, ah. And he goes, I'll wait for you for two years, and then he Ew. was married like six months later. But anyway, I'm like, geez, you went to Bible college. Why couldn't you have waited for me, man? <laughs> I was waiting for you. Um, but yeah, I never, I just had like a really long term fling that was really mentally damaging. And then one other thing in college, um, and it was never a date. That was the thing. It was always so serious. Cause even the thing in college, he like wrote me a song and like took me out and it was so intense. And I'm like, can someone just ask me to go to dinner? And then I'll be like kind of bored, but at least I like could go out on a date. But it was always these things of like, these emotional like I feel like I'm in love with you and I'm like dude like I don't like you yeah so bye but I can I just go to dinner (laughs) that's what I went through too and it was with like Christians it was always Christians and I'm like can we like kind of take it easy I do feel like finishing college first (laughs) well the amount of times I had to have conversations of like just being real like with my close guy friends and just being like just so you know I don't like you like that but I want to be your friend so like oh my gosh don't get me into the guy friend realm (sighs) that was the worst and it was always like you know what you never really tried to pursue me you never really tried to take me on a date you just had this idea in your head of who I was but you want to go to the army and have six children which is exactly (laughs) what you ended up doing which means you don't even know me yeah and anyway it's like a tangent but it's not really it's just kind of the life of a Christian just being like why is everything so serious I'd like to go on a date and then it's funny because then I get into a relationship for seven years so (laughs) and it's funny because um I (sighs) there's this guy I ended up dating once um and he found out I had previously dated another guy two years before that and I went on three dates with him and he said he almost didn't ask me out because I went on three dates with this other guy and absolutely nothing happened between the two of us it was mutual and it was all okay and I was like excuse me like you haven't even seen the bad side of me you're really you really got around I I I mean very slutty obviously if I'm dating one guy and then another one two years later (laughs) so that's that was another bad one where I'm like yeah I gotta go Hmm. anyways um I (laughs) I'm over that so number two favorite relationship advice okay communication what Uh, What? that's important that's such a weird thing no I'm just I'm teasing um Guys don't know what you want if you don't say it. We don't know what you want if you don't say it. Like, don't just guess. I mean, I've been with Arturo for seven years, and there are still are times when, like, I want to go to In-N-Out, but I want him to come up with it. Do you know <laughs> oh, what I that mean? That is so relatable. Yeah, like, I want him like to Dairy be like, Queen? let me take you to get ice cream, because I don't want to ask, because I don't want to feel like a fatty. And mm, I exactly. want him to say, mm, ice cream sounds so good. What? 
yeah I mean like that's fine or like, we're that's, passing by Dairy Queen yes. and I'm like can it be your idea this time yeah, because so, it's always my idea but then you get kind of mad and they're like actually why are you mad <laughs> and it's like because why, why can you crazy? never be intentional with my like what I want and it mm-hmm. just turns into something but it it kind of sounds like a joke but it's not because I've been with Arturo for so long and I still and I'm very forthcoming with what I want and I still have times where I'm like I just don't want to say yeah. and I want him to know yeah exactly. sometimes when he's mad he goes tell me why you're mad and I always go if you don't know I'm not gonna tell you <gasps> and he's always like but why can't you tell me I'm like because you should know by now we have been <laughs> together for so long and then of course that's a bratty thing to do but sometimes they should know and then it's like wait <clears throat> you want me to have ice cream again I told you to keep me accountable and then you get mad at them for and suggesting you get it. mad at them They're for like suggesting it. to do something nice uh, I love being crazy <laughs> yeah I would uh this is one that me and Zav agreed on and is probably also one of the reasons why the or before we had bear we still say we had the best marriage um it's changed since then but it was just so easy going <laughs> now and we have a crappy marriage <laughs> <laughs> I mean now it's hard now our life is marriage. actually it's it was, different now <laughs> it was just easy well, it yeah. wasn't the best it was easy and I wouldn't even say it had anything to do with the honeymoon stage it had nothing to do with like whatever anyone it could be a little bit that though and that's not bad but even I knew people who <clears throat> just I feel like so many people say, oh, the first year of marriage, watch out. It's so hard. Yeah, That's but what I heard from everyone. I, I agree with that. But you also, like you were saying earlier, we're getting to know each other too in that first year. Because a lot of people don't just date for three months and get married. Okay, or four it wasn't, months. It wasn't three months. Sorry, five, but five months? Seven. Oh, seven months. <laughs> well, get engaged after three months. Not that it's bad. Yeah. It's just not common. And so it, it probably is different for people that... Because I hear that from everyone, but they all dated for like three or four years and then they got married. So I'm even comparing it to people who didn't date that long either. Oh, okay. Then I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, and it's just everyone that I've heard it from, like the first year of marriage is the most difficult because you're moving in with someone you don't know right. and, you know, Christian community wise for the most part. Um, and you're, you know, starting to be intimate with each other probably mm-hmm. and all of these things that you're like meshing your lives together but it was really easy for us to do all of those things yeah I think I was also I didn't know who I was as much either when we got married because I had lived with my parents my whole life and I was still dependent on them I didn't have a job when I met Zav and I had only worked at Abercrombie um (laughs) that wasn't a real job um who were you (laughs) I have no idea. I I take yeah. Anyways, um, and so I was still very moldable. I think, and mm. so maybe that's also what made it easy. I and I think I'm really easygoing. Mm-hmm. And then I had a baby, and I'm you're like, a nine too. I need things, right? And so I think I was denying a lot of myself. That makes sense. Wow, this is. You're like figuring psychologically, some stuff out. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, and, and you're very much uh, you want other people to feel good, yeah, and I love making if other you're people happy, yeah. And so, if that's primarily what was happening, and you were happy too, but if that's what you were trying to do, then of course it's easy. Um, making other people happy <clears throat> makes me happy, exactly. Until so there's a point great. where I'm literally not happy anymore, and I'm going through postpartum depression. Then yeah, I need some things now. Yeah, I, I need. But that's a part of I think growing up, and they always say like when you're 25, you're finally fully like developed in your brain, mm-hmm. and you're changing a lot, mm-hmm. and people's brain changes. I'm a different person than when I started dating Artie. Um, but I do think our relationship has been really trying and really awesome. But it's kind of um, it's kind of cool that he I finally eased him in, I think, to like my personality because I was never like you. I was always like, I get what I want. <laughs> I know what I want. Not I get mm-hmm. what I want. I know what I want. and I am not budging on it, um, which that can, I can be, be bad stubborn and a good for thing. sure. Yeah. Um, but just I need in a, a more manipulative more. way. Oh, <laughs> not outright. That's some good insight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sometimes it does just take time for people to 
to like really get to know mm-hmm. each other that's the case for me and Arturo anyway yeah. so there's nothing wrong with that just depends yeah it was also really interesting because Zav just isn't very <coughs> it takes a lot of work to get a lot out of him especially emotionally and so that itself when he also is super easygoing and he will just go with the flow whatever I want will do it but then we started realizing oh but you are doing anything that I want by saying that you also want to do that when really that's not the case and so then you're secretly like not being resentful but then you're secretly just slowly feeling dwindled of your own energy Mm -hmm. and your capacity for anything and so that's what we started to realize and that took like you know we we didn't do marriage counseling but we um did like premarital counseling and because we also give premarital counseling we get to take the test which is really fun Mm -hmm. so we took that once before we got married and then while we were married and we got to see how we have grown or not grown and luckily we like grew in all of our areas so that was really good yeah yeah that's cool yeah but communication is so huge like you have to communicate those things like hey just so you know this week I want you to surprise me with something Mm-hmm. but I don't know even what it is like he'll ask yeah. me so for Valentine's Day what do you want to do I'm like I don't know just know me like know what I want yeah <laughs> and I think it's also being honest with yourself too because um yeah Art- Arturo had like a uh he like planned a business thing that we would be doing all day on Valentine's Day and I like genuinely didn't care and I thought I might because I'm like oh that's seven years of our date and I was like Mm. wait I don't care Mm. but it was nice to be like oh I'm actually fine with that and actually no I didn't not mean that Mm -hmm. (laughs) but be like no I actually that's totally fine but then to realize you know what I want him to do something for me for my birthday Mm. like if you Mm. if he doesn't my feelings are going to be hurt yeah so I need to explain that like please don't be more easygoing kind of like you are sometimes Mm -hmm. I want you to do that and I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that because then you're not disappointed at them and they didn't do anything wrong. And I think that that's where like the biggest fights happen in relationships is like, hey, you got to tell them how you're feeling, yeah. even if it hurts them. And don't say it in a hurtful way, but you have to tell them or you're going to be mad at them. And then you you'd legitimately re- will break up your relationship yeah, if you don't. That's so, so true. Do yeah. everything <clears throat> with love. And yeah, that's why just communicating ahead of time if you can figure it out you really have to be in your own mental (coughs) headspace and then realize wait why am I resentful why am I upset over this I talked about my birthday a while ago and just how disappointed I was it didn't go the way I wanted it to but I also didn't communicate any of that right um or at least I tried and it just didn't do very well this year will change yeah (laughs) and I think it's hard too when um the person that you're with grew up so differently because for the longest time like Arturo and them they you know they grew up I mean everybody kind of heard in the episode he was on but like just really really poor and like they couldn't really ever do a lot of holiday things or birthdays and they didn't do a lot of stuff like that and for me like my parents made a big deal like white suburban home (laughs) like Mm -hmm. we got birthday presents so for him I just expected him to like get me stuff and then when he didn't at the beginning in the first couple years I was always so mad and I'm like oh but wait like you just don't you just never lived your life like that so I can't expect you can't expect you to want to do that and sometimes it's still like oh you like these things this way and I like things this way and we have to compromise and no you don't mean it to hurt me Mm -hmm. like I have to know he's not meaning to make my birthday not fun right he just doesn't know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so but yeah I think it's do we sound out of breath (laughs) (laughs) yeah because I'm pregnant and also, we had to move our cars because we got parking tickets. Parking tickets. Done. Fun, fun, fun. Um, so where did we leave off? I can't remember, but my last favorite piece of relationship advice, if you're married, is have sex often. Relate, Olivia? Yeah, I can relate. <laughs> well, what's so weird is like talking because being in the Christian sphere my whole life, um 
it's so normal for me to just know people that waited until they got married, but not understanding that most of the other of, of other relationships they don't. So it's it's more foreign what we talk about as opposed to what they talk about. Uh-huh. Um, so I know that I can't relate, but I also know that that is very important for people in long term relationships too to make sure that they're still connecting and all of that. Yeah, and that's Christian or non Christian. Yeah. And and I would say that having had having not have had sex before getting married, it's um. <laughs> It felt really hyped up when we got married, but we also knew, hey, we're just starting out. Um, But there was a part of me that's like, this is what people were talking about the whole time. Um, Just remembering that um, in time it gets better, which it has for sure. Oh my goodness. Well, it's just like because most people, not most, but I think the statistic is you know you lose your virginity at like 14 15 16 or younger yeah I think it's like 14 or 15 okay that Um, makes sense yeah and so imagine they're learning all of that then so then if you don't get married for 10 or 11 years you're very experienced so sex in marriage is a lot different um and we're not saying obviously we're not saying that oh that's bad we're just saying that that's like just it's just so different between religions i guess or lifestyles well, lifestyles because lifestyles. it's not even it's not even that all christians you know chose to be virgins and yeah they were married either um and sometimes it is disappointing even having had sex before and then you get married yeah and, and you have to like learn each other and exactly like that. and so i i've heard of a lot of couples who I mean, a lot of my friends, Christian or non-Christian, had sex before they got married and how difficult it even was to be with their spouse for the, for the, for the first time or even just getting married and getting <coughs> to that more often just because you have to get used to each other and you have to understand what each other likes and what you don't like. And that is why communication is so important in uh, mine and Zav's sex life. That was huge because if you're not communicating then you don't know what the other person likes or what they don't like or what they're comfortable with or what they're not comfortable with and you really just have to be open to that conversation and uh, even with myself um, and being discouraged there were so many times that have I mean as a girl you don't want it as much um, for the most part not all of us but for myself because it was difficult to get into Mm -hmm. I was discouraged because it didn't feel the best for a while and so just openly communicating about that and saying like let's try different things or Mm -hmm. um because there's a point where um the other person can be discouraged by that because they think they feel like exactly when it's not um or if it is then you just need to talk about it (laughs) And so um, I think that's something that Christian culture doesn't talk about enough. And so I really wanted to put that out there because Mm -hmm. it's so important. And they like make it shameful. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. And and it's a beautiful thing. Or even like, you know, if you you are Christian couple and you've had sex before you're married, people just make it this thing that it's like you can be like it's like this redeemed from these things. Yeah. yeah. And and even if you're not a Christian and like talking about sex is just so I feel like it is so important because it's a normal thing that is a beautiful thing yeah and like you were saying if you don't communicate because I even I never thought I would be so comfortable as I was with Arturo but I talked to him about everything Mm -hmm. and it's so comforting to tell him how I feel and him be like okay and then he like yeah I don't feel awkward ever and I'm like okay that's going to be really beneficial for us when we do get married because I'm not going to be shameful and be like stop (laughs) yeah you know or whatever that looks like but I know a lot of females don't communicate and then they're just never having a good time yeah that's not good it's very true because it's it's harder for women and I would love to get like a sex therapist on here that would be amazing legitimately harder for men (laughs) good one thanks I just feel like I need to (laughs) just say one dirty joke just one during this um but I will say that a piece of advice that we got which ended up being very helpful once me and Zav started having kids is even having to schedule it because you know Zav starting the church starting our own business and then having children you 
don't have that much time. And when you do, you're very tired. And yeah. so we our, would start scheduling it. And our Toro and I schedule like snuggling and watching a movie. Like that's so good. And people Just, make you, fun of it, but it's literally like if I don't schedule being able to like snuggle with him or like whatever, making time for make it. time for it, it's just not going to happen. It's almost like I have to remind myself to give Zav the personal touch that he needs, mm-hmm. the the physical touch that he needs, because that's his love language, mm-hmm. and also gifts. I have to tell myself like every time I go to the grocery store, I'm like, okay. I'm looking around intentionally thinking what would he like that's funny those home. are my love languages oh that's crazy yeah maybe that's why we get along so easily you're oh, like I don't learning. give you any physical touch <laughs> yeah what the heck I need it to feel love um it's funny because sometimes I'm like oh I want to hug you but now I'm like the awkward huggy person and I don't know when it's to do not that. it's not awkward it is awkward I'm not even I'm like awkward. a hugger it's just societal <clears throat> <laughs> societally mm-hmm. is that a word Socie- society societal like societally Soci- i think um, that's a word like in society they make maybe. it seem like you hug as a greeting i just don't think i've heard it it's probably a word i wish that it was air kisses societal that sounds right societal yeah <laughs> i know yeah, I think air it kisses. Is. i would love that i would, I would I wish love to that. be like the real housewives and they do can do kisses. it why can't why do they do it? is it because of the certain so maybe when we both start making a certain amount of money we can do it it's like yeah, a money what's the thing. threshold? Like uh, six figures a year. Then I should be able. To <laughs> <laughs> then I should be able to double and, then and why triple am I not kisses. Doing that? <laughs> I wish. So no. when we both start making six figures, then we just and, start. and people will see us doing it in public it, and be like, "Well, they've made it." It's not something that we learn. It's no. it just comes naturally. Like, oh, I made a hundred yeah. grand this year. Now I now I, I just, can kiss. My body just does it. It's just like how if a vase is more than a hundred dollars, it's now a vase. Uh, that just got me so true I just made I've always just made that up but I wonder when does it change from vase to vase I'm like at the dollar store these are not vases (laughs) these are vases um anyway so let are you done with your thought yeah okay my sex talk yeah thank you for joining our sex education um so I'll ask you this and then you can ask me something. Okay. Okay. Uh, What are two biggest lessons you've learned from previous relationships or like flings or whatever? Uh, Not settling. Yeah, that's good. Um, If I ever settled, um, gosh, yeah. And I was only 21 when I got married and I felt like there were times where I felt like I was having to settle because wow this guy is great or why don't I like him back and I just knew there was no way I'm just gonna settle because he might have this or not all of these other things Mm -hmm. um I just knew I I needed what I needed a lot Um, of people settle you think Mm -hmm. I hope not I know a lot of people especially not to like knock the Christian community but a lot of times in the Christian community I think people they just get married yeah because I I knew a lot of girls in where I went to school and I feel like people listening to this are going to be so cringed out but they just went there to get their MRS degree and it was very real and ring before spring was very real and that is just what it was um and I knew I personally knew somebody who had a timeline for her life as far as I will be married by this point, I will have a kid by this point, I will have a second kid by this point. Oh, God and loves that. It's more <laughs> so it, biblical. It's kind of like a joke. <laughs> um, and when that didn't happen, very easily settling into something that was very clearly wrong and he was not the right guy and it ended up him not being the right guy whatsoever. And then, you know, you're ended alone up being and unhappy. A bad guy. There's no right or wrong, you think. What do you mean? Like, there's no one person you're like. Oh no, to be no such with, thing as soulmates. Definitely, um, a he was a bad guy. Bad guy. Yeah, and he treated her like garbage, and she let it happen over and over. And I could just see it in her. Like, I know you're stronger than this, but I know how Sucks. bad you want to have kids. And she would just cry talking about that. having kids. And for me, like, you know, I want a career and a business, and so she would. Um, often I think look at my relationship and be like why aren't you getting married that's everything I've ever wanted she has an amazing career and a lot of money but no one to share it with mm-hmm. and so when you I think it's just really important to be like even if you have to wait 10 years past when you thought you were why would you settle with somebody who is going to not make you happy or potentially you could get a divorce down the line and I've seen that in my friend's parents and my parents 
so yeah anyway people do settle yeah yeah that really sucks um so not settling what else also never settling side note I know you're about to say something um by bringing kids into the world just to bring them into the world because everybody has to know that those children are gonna grow up with the people that are together who brought them into it and I'm speaking from complete experience so I'm allowed to say it um obviously I'm so happy my parents had me (laughs) because I'm here hi but I just think like you have to know having kids isn't just about having kids because those are human beings and they have to they are a direct reflection of the things that you have chosen in your life so just being very cautious of that I think is important Hmm. so a for number two what I've learned from past relationships is my self-worth doesn't come from what someone else tells me that I am or what I do Hmm. um but is a direct reflection in my life of the worth that God gives me. And that took a really, really long time. Um, And it was actually something that Zap was very helpful in. And it didn't come from the fact that he just said like, wow, you're beautiful. Like you have self-worth. It was just him really helping me find who I am in my identity period it was very helpful yeah that's very very important um to know yourself before somebody before putting before I don't know I don't know what I'm saying to know yourself before you have to know somebody else too I think is really important Mm. and finding out who you are and sometimes you can do that together and I think that's a beautiful thing and I think that's what you guys have done yeah um a lot of people grow together (laughs) no no I was actually trying to think about it um because I think you can find yourself with somebody Mm -hmm. else but it takes the right person 100% a lot of times like I was telling Lisa before we started recording like the seven-year itch is like such a real thing and just being like you know being with our tour for seven years typically people would be married at this point um but just being like who am I who was I when we started dating and have we grown together or have we grown apart and thankfully Arturo and I have very much grown together and we have the same passions and goals and that's really exciting but there are a lot of people that grow apart and as dating like that's okay it's okay to say goodbye to something that isn't um I feel like that needs to be said if you're in a long-term relationship and you don't feel like it's working anymore it's okay to Mm. say this isn't right anymore and I can't picture 50 years with you because I also have a lot of friends who have said but I spent three years with him that's my life I've wasted so much time oh my gosh three years I mean three years I guess can seem like a long time but But then when you go yeah but in 20 years or 10 years or 15 years when you say I think I want to leave you it's not going to seem like it's a Mm -hmm. long time. So really not settling in that sense too. Like, well, I'm stuck now. This is it. I've, I've put three years into this person. It's like, it's never too late to, to cut that off if that's what you need to do. Totally. So I am going to say two really quick things. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's things that Zav really learned from past relationships, but he said, as far as dating and marriage is concerned that um his biggest tips were don't ignore red flags um he said if there's anything you want in your life and that person doesn't that's a red flag Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. that's that comes down to like me and Zav's mission statement what I was talking about earlier our mission statement for life was completely in line with each other although we like different things and we have fun doing different things. Our lives are completely aligned because we, for instance, wanted to start a church together and I wanted to have his kids. Right. Um, and he wanted to have a wife who was like a stay-at-home mom. And even that is okay to change. But yeah. you have to be open to changing too, which yeah. is his number two. He said, look for someone who's teachable, humble, open to relational feedback and works through conflict. Oh my gosh. I'm like so hot for Zav right now. (laughs) All right, Archer, you should break up with me. (laughs) Um, Except you are. Just because you're stubborn doesn't mean that you're not good at feedback or you're not open to change. I need to take a beat and then I'm good. Because that's how me and you are the same. Yeah. We are so the same in that. And 
that's why it's great that we are with people who are not like that and very who are patient. so patient and loving Arthur and kind so through patient. all of it. Oh my gosh. And so that's what it takes. Like I didn't learn it from growing up because my dad's very stubborn and I got all of that from my dad. But Zav himself is so, he's such a good teacher and he has taught me so much by just living living and being patient with me and so that's why it's really cool that he actually wanted to be with someone who was younger and didn't actually know who they were so that he could help them figure that out he thought that would be really fun to marry into um he didn't know what he was signing up with when he married me but um I have definitely probably been his biggest project and he is the best teacher as far as all that's concerned because he shows all of that and to this day I mean last night we had a fight just about not even a fight but I was just being dramatic and pregnant and emotional and stuff and he was just patient in all of it and apologized when he wasn't even supposed to and I'm like stop thank you (laughs) thank you don't apologize um I heard on a podcast one time and it always stuck with me and um I stuck with Arturo too and it really helps me in times of like real doubt or you're really questioning things or you're a hothead like I am I go from zero to a hundred and I literally have to give myself a timeout. it took me a long time to realize that um but it was on the good life with Cezanne and Stevie which you if you haven't li- listened to that listen to so that good. and if you're listening to us Cezanne and Stevie every time be on our show um but she said if you have the same moral conviction as your partner, you can get through anything. Mm, and I thought that that was so good so because good. that can be branched into everything. Like, and that is whether you, um, you know, are. <laughs> I'm blowing away my burps. I'm sorry. Burping and blowing. Nice. Really comfortable with each other. Um, and I think that comes whether you're a Christian or not, ha- or whatever it is, but it's having those same beliefs no matter what you believe. Yep. Like, do you want to have kids? Yes. Yes. That's good. Cause I know I, there's, I see so often in groups that I'm in of people that are like, I thought I could change Denying him themselves. Like yeah. I didn't want to have kids. He said he didn't, but I thought maybe five years down the line mm-hmm. he would. And now what do I do? <sighs> it's like, so much. well, you're in this marriage now. Yeah. Unfortunately for a lot of people, it's like, you should leave him. Um, which I don't agree with that because you've chosen. Mm-hmm. Once you've chosen, I think you need Till to stick to through. Part, what does that mean anymore? Yeah, I think just don't get married. There are certain things. Of course, there are certain things. And I think we would all agree that, yeah. on that. That's um, so good, though. But yeah, and then I, I think that a lot with Arturo. Like, would I find a guy that was okay with not getting married for seven years? Would be okay with me wanting to work full-time and him wanting to work full-time? Would be okay with me not really wanting to have kids? Would super black and white when it comes to a lot of things in life. I would never find somebody like that. And so either I would not have to settle, but I would have to change those super, super important things I want in a person. Mm. Or I have to be like, so yeah, I think we definitely can get over the fact that you said something that hurt my feelings. But I also think you make a good point there where you shouldn't ever change what you would die for. And as far as like your beliefs and the things that you want in your life, like don't change those things just so you could like finally find a person that might make it work. And I think that that's something that we could often like feel like when we're dating. Um, If we can't find a person, it's like, well, maybe I'm not looking at the right things, which maybe you're not. Maybe you're looking at really stupid stuff like like they need to make this oh, much I love money. Curly hair, and so only curly hair. Yeah. Um, or I hear a money. lot that oh, he needs yeah. to make more money than I do. I am like, well, that was easy. I keep yeah. getting a dollar. <laughs> well, the person I heard say this made a very good a money. A lot of money, yeah. So, well, and it's one of those things like, well, why does it matter? Unless you're saying he's a total bum who plays just video games all day long and never gets up. Yeah. That's completely different. But if you're yeah. talking about just the fact of how much, how many numbers are in his bank account, I think you have your priorities wrong. Which I think that there also is like to give yourself grace in that it's okay to have hopes like I hope that we can make enough money for this like I would totally. like this is my ideal lifestyle or totally especially when you get married like young I mean you're hardly ever gonna find somebody who's like already super super established with the house unless you marry somebody older yeah so and that's the part of growing together (laughs) yeah um which is actually why I wanted to marry someone who was quite older than me I mean six years I still didn't even think that was a big deal and neither did my family 
Yeah, six years is a um, lot. I'm older than Arturo, so. Yeah, and I just thought it was so important for myself to have someone who was established because I wasn't. Yeah. And I would have just really loved that. Yeah, and I think um, last thing on that too is is like you said, I mean, I would rather be single for the rest of my life than be with somebody that does things that I just think are non-negotiables. And some of those are really specific. Like I I personally couldn't be with somebody that drank. And mm-hmm. that's just because of things that have happened in my family and my life. And I know I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Could I find somebody? It's very not likely. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I have somebody who believes that exact same thing as me, that's crazy to me. Yeah. But th- I'm not, and I'm not even saying you have to have something that specific, but there are certain things for people that it's like, those should be non-negotiables and you shouldn't break past those 100%. things because you have to live with it for the rest of your life mm-hmm. or be okay with getting a divorce. And I, and that's really hard. I don't think that we should just be okay with getting into marriage thinking no. we might get divorced no I saw a post the other day in a group I was in and some girl was saying that her she she was getting married soon and she saw some red flags and what should you do uh. and of course you know a group of 40,000 women well there's always divorce that's always an option oh. and I commented underneath and I was like and I don't even like doing that but I was kind of like um divorce shouldn't be an option if you're not even married yet yeah and they were like well clearly you know you're ignorant to the fact that sometimes you get abused and have to leave I'm like I obviously wasn't talking about that (laughs) absolutely I agree with you if you're getting abused um but it is really sad to me I'm like then don't get married if you're getting married just to have a a wedding and to have that romantic feeling don't get married if you think you're gonna get divorced well here's the thing what you said is don't get into this marriage with those red flags and they're like well what about if they're getting abused you're like exactly that's a red flag if you're seeing those red flags then don't get married yeah and so if you're seeing that then don't get married it doesn't matter if it's the day before the wedding it does it doesn't matter if it's the day it doesn't matter if you're about to say i do i don't (laughs) hang on i don't I'm not kissing you. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, It's just about standing up for yourself and what you believe in and for your partner too. Because what if you married somebody that you actually weren't okay with everything they were doing and then they're living their life with somebody that isn't okay with something they're doing and you're diminishing their character because you don't want to stand up for yourself. So you have to know what you want and stick to that. Yeah. No more bending. There are black and whites in life. And a lot of people say there's not, but there is. Mm-hmm. I agree. <sighs> Can we just end this and say amen? <laughs> amen. And it just ends. It goes to our little sign out. Um, <laughs> I'm going I'm to, I'm recording that separate. Maybe let's just end it with like. How about advice for those okay. spending Valentine's Day alone? Oh, okay. There's probably a lot of people. So, Olivia, what is your advice for those <laughs> who are like, spending Valentine's Day alone? Um, that it's not as big of a deal as you think. Yeah. And um, relationships don't make you a better person. And being with somebody else doesn't complete you. Um, I think that they can enhance your life. And a good relationship is the cherry on top of your life. And it's a beautiful thing. And you can build a life with somebody. But you're, like, perfect the way you are. Find out who you are. Go out and do something alone or not. Wallowing is fine. Valentine's Day. A. Truly. Or ignore the day altogether because it is pretty stupid. Yeah. Um, but I think really understanding, like, being single is a gift. I say this to a lot of my single friends. Mm-hmm. The time will come and you will be in a space where you are with somebody and that's great. But being single is a really awesome time in your life. Like, it, it, it really is a beautiful thing. And guys or women or whoever's listening, they don't complete you at all. Totally. And having have, you know, I'm pregnant. I had a kid. I've been married for four years. And I would say that I would never take back a single thing. I have grown so much in all of this. But um, I do wish there was a part of me that I took more time for myself enjoy that time and I know it's so hard to settle into that but um at the end of our Olivia's a note um that we write down together she said how important friends are and that is so true especially when you're not in a relationship or going through a breakup or whatever that is um 
because yeah i think and i think you you had said above like no no relationships aren't one or they're not one size fits all or Mm -hmm. something and i mean listen to lisa and i's story like we couldn't be in the more opposite place but we're still sitting across from each other doing something together and so there's no right and wrong way to do stuff um and yeah because when i look back at being single because i was single until i was like 20 and it was so fun and then i started dating arturo and it was still so fun Mm -hmm. but it didn't it didn't it wasn't like Olivia 2.0. It was like, oh, Olivia 1.0 with like a really awesome best friend now. And this is awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I became, you know, I don't even know what you would call it, a better person. But I def- I mean, he's made me a better person. So that's hard to say. But you get yeah, what I'm saying. I, I get it. Yeah. That, that you can still be an awesome person. You can still alone, become that single. person when you're single. You yes, just have to I mean. look for it. Yeah. Because someone's not forcing you to look at all of your flaws. Yep. That's that's the biggest difference. And so I say being single is a time to truly love on yourself and to like have fun and do so many things. And I know that can be so hard when you want to be in a relationship. So and like they say, it comes when you least expect it. So stop looking so much. And if you've gone on one million dates from stupid apps, (laughs) stop going on them and just enjoy your time. And listen to our previous conversation on unpopular opinions unpopular opinions yeah yeah that because we talked all about that yeah have self-worth for yourself yep okay guys well it's um oh i forgot i don't do a little outro Uh, if you guys haven't yet follow us on instagram at the salt and pepper (laughs) podcast um you can also follow our personal accounts they are linked on that page uh feel free to write us questions um the email is on our instagram we're gonna be doing more personal podcasts we're really excited about that and guests if there's any like dream guests or a type of guest you guys want on the show dm us or email us um and we will definitely feature those questions or respond um is there anything else just our ending it's always better when salt and pepper come together bye thanks for listening tune in every tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts be sure to subscribe and please rate and review follow us on instagram at the salt and pepper podcast Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday.